All right. Okay. I'm sorry. Sorry for calling you out. Okay. Uh, at this time, uh, we have a wonderful guest speaker here today. Uh, he is here for the MPWM conference that our mother church was hosting, uh, along with other Korean churches. There's a network of Korean churches that help to support and partner with a network of indigenous pastors in 20 different countries. And so he was here for that. Uh, he ministers in the southern islands of Mindanao, Philippines. Um, it's, Mindanao is actually, there's a lot of Muslims down there. Uh, and it's also known to be uh, Al-Qaeda networks are, are there hiding. And so U.S. military forces are not allowed to go down there. Um, but um, yeah, on my first trip down there, I remember they uh, had pastors stay up during the night to surround our building. And I was like, oh, well, Pastor, why aren't you guys going to sleep? And they were like, because we're here to protect you from the Al-Qaeda. And I was like, all right then. <laughs> God bless you. <laughs> please, don't, please don't fall asleep. <laughs> um, he, uh, he helps to oversee uh, over 90 churches and 150 pastors down there uh, under a ministry called Faith Travel Ministries uh, that his father founded. His father is 78 years old and still going strong in ministry. And uh, he is uh, readying and training his son to take over the leadership soon. And uh, his son is here today. He's a wonderful, powerful pastor, apostolic leader, uh, Pastor Ching Tao. Let's welcome him up. Praise the Lord. What a joy and a pleasure for me to be able to come and uh, to share the fellowship together with God's people. Wow, praise God. I really enjoy my state for more than two weeks here uh, since we started the NPWM conference. And uh, someone told me that you have to stay until October 14. I said, someone, I miss my family. I need to come back to the Philippines. Okay, yes, please extend your stay until October 10. So, uh, thank the Lord for uh, all the good things been happening here in Korea, especially in Philly Church. I mean, uh, you have now the daughter church. Yeah, I'm praying and hoping that you will give birth more for more churches and more ministries around Korea. And not only in Korea, but maybe millions of foreigners are staying in this country. And uh, I know you are eyeing to reach them for the glory of the Lord. More blessing and more power in this ministry. Yeah. Hallelujah. And I'm so glad. I'm, I'm, I'm expecting greater things ahead. Hallelujah. What the Lord had already opened the door. I told Pastor Christian that the Lord had already opened the door that no one could shut it. Yeah. Hallelujah. It's a door of opportunity for all of us. Yeah. Hallelujah. And we're going to walk with victory, triumphant in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Yeah. Once we were sinners and no peace within. We're being enslaved by the world of sin and shame. But when Jesus came to our life, he set us free. I'd just like to share a song before I would share to you the message this, this afternoon. Hallelujah. Praise God. So long 
I have searched for life meaning enslaved by the world and my dreams and the door of my prison was opened by love for the ransom was laid I am free I'm free from the guilt of tomorrow I'm free from the guilt of the past for I traded my shackle for the glorious song I'm free Praise the Lord, free at last. I'm free from the guilt that I carry. From that old empty life, I've been set free. For when I met Jesus... And he made me complete. He forgot the foolish man I've used to be. I'm free from the fears of tomorrow. I'm free from the guilt of the past. For I traded my shackle for this glorious song. I'm free, praise the Lord, free at last. I'm free from the fears of tomorrow. I'm free from the guilt of the past for I traded my shackle for this glorious song I'm free praise the Lord free at last I'm free yes I'm free I'm free Praise the Lord free at last. Hallelujah. Thank the Lord. I am free. You are free. In the Philippines, when the presider would say, when it's time to preach, the presider would always say, now let's give the rest of the time to our speaker this morning or this afternoon. It means that I can preach three hours, four hours, because I have all the rest of the time. But I've never heard Pastor Christian, you know, telling you've got the rest of the time. <laughs> it's good because I'll be preaching maybe less than 10 minutes or 15 minutes. Well, I am a preacher, don't preach, 
very long. I'm more of encouraging people, stirring up Christians and believers in the Lord Jesus Christ. If you have your Bibles with you, please open it with me in the book of Exodus chapter 33. I'd like to read some few verses out of this passage. I'll be ministering to you and talking about the presence of God or God's presence. Let me start with from verse 1. Then the Lord said to Moses, Leave this place, you and the people you brought out of Egypt, and go up to the land I promised and all to Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, saying, I will give it to your descendants. I will send an angel before you and drive out the Canaanites, the Amorites, the Hittites, the Perizzites, Hivites, and Jebusites. Go up to the land flowing with milk and honey, and I will, I will go with you. But I will not go with you, because you are stiff naked people, and it might destroy you on the way. And when the people heard these distressing words, they began to mourn, and no one put any ornaments. For the Lord had said to Moses, Tell the Israelites, You are stiff naked people. If I were to go with you even in a moment, I might destroy you. Now take off your ornaments, and I will decide what to do with you. So the Israelites stripped off their ornaments on the Mount of Horeb. Now Moses used to take a tent in the pitch and outside the camp, some distance away, calling it the tent of meeting. Anyone inquiring of the Lord would go to the tent of meeting outside the camp. And whenever Moses went out to the tent and all the people rose and stood the entrance of, the tent, of their tents, watching Moses until he entered the tent. And as Moses went into the tent, the pillar of cloud would come down and stay at the entrance while the Lord spoke with Moses. Whenever the people saw the pillar of the cloud standing at the entrance of the tent, they stood up. They all stood and worshipped its entrance of the tent. And the Lord would speak to Moses face to face as a man speaks with his friends. Then Moses would return to the camp. But his young aide Joshua, son of Nun, did not leave the tent. The preceding chapter of the book of Exodus tell us the story about the people of God, the Israelites. They were committing the greatest sin throughout their life and throughout their journey. And I would mention these four greatest sins that they have done before the Lord their God. First, the sin of idolatry, which we read in chapter 32. They were worshipping these calf idols, which made by Aaron the brother of Moses. And the second sin is the sin of disobedience. Every time the Lord would give them promises, this is also the time when they always disobey the command of the Lord. That's why one day Moses told the people, the Lord God says, if you obey this day, you will have the blessing, but for those who will disobey me, they will receive curse. The number three sin we call it the sin of unbelief. They have experienced a lot of miracles and signs and wonders in the wilderness. But still they don't believe God. And I would say the fourth sin which I believe the most uh, very familiar sin to the people of Israel is the sin of murmuring. 
received, they received the blessing from the Lord, manna from heaven, the quail from heaven, the water from the rock, crossing the, the Red Sea, and victory over their enemies. Still they murmur against God. And this is what happened. Two times the Lord God told Moses, leave the place and lead your people. God was not saying my people, but your people, Moses. And in this particular passage, I'd like to share with you three principles that would encourage us to always remember that without the presence of God, we are always in trouble. The Lord said to Moses, leave this place and lead your people to the promised land. And when Moses heard the word of the Lord, it disturbed him a little bit because Moses knew from the start that without the presence of God, no victories, no miracles, no strange thing will happen in the lives of the people of Israel. And God even promised that He will send His angel to drive all the enemies. He said, I will send an angel to drive the, the Canaanites, to drive the Amorites and all the Rites and all the Jebusites and all the tithes that could mention. <laughs> I mean, this is the promise of the Lord. But Moses doesn't settle on the angel only. The first point this afternoon I'd like to share to you is always desire the presence of God in your life. Make it a priority. Desire the presence of God. Moses was hearing this God saying, I will send my angel. But Moses said, Lord, if you send only your angels, I will not go. Neither these people will go. If your presence will not go with us. Angel is good. To have Archangel Michael is good. He's powerful enough to drive all these enemies. But most important, your presence is all I need. You see, Moses doesn't settle on the least, but he settled on the best. The presence of God. You must decide the best for the Lord. You may desire many things in this life, but more than that, we must desire the presence of God. For Moses, Lord, if your presence will not go with us, and then when we start our journey, the people, the surrounding hidden nation, they would see us nothing different. They will look at us as we are also hidden. But what makes the difference is when your presence go with us, they would know that there's a God, Jehovah, who save us and always deliver us. If your presence will go with us, Lord, we will not be in trouble. Everything is okay. Though we are people who always complain, who always murmuring, always committed sin. But because of the love of God, because of your love to us, we will go with your presence. You might face some enemies in your life. 
You might face some circumstances in your life. But you can go to move on and go through with it because of the presence of the Lord in your life. Make it your constant and daily companion, the very presence of the Lord. Moses said, if your presence will not go with us, neither we will go. We have no guide. We have no somebody who would teach us the way. You are the only way. You are the only way that would lead us into the promised land. And more than that, even though how big is our enemy is, we can defeat them by the power of your presence. The second principle is, go with the presence of God. Don't stay where you are. You all must go always when the presence of God wants you to go. Going with the presence of God will benefit us many things. First, it will help us to move on to the next level of our Christian life. God doesn't want us to remain as babes in Christ. God wants us to grow more in Him. Another benefit when we go with the presence of God is that He will promise that He will take care of all and provide all our needs. Hallelujah. Amen. Even though sometimes we, we complain to God, sometimes we murmur, sometimes we do our own way, but God remains faithful. He will always provide all our needs. And thirdly, when you go with the presence of God, you are assured of protection and victory over your enemies. Who is your enemies? Your fear? Satan? Whatever. You can fight a good fight with the presence of the Lord. Don't leave the place. Don't go by yourself. Always go with the presence of God. You think that it can help you and guide you and grant you success. Thirdly, hallelujah, rest in the presence of God. Moses said, Lord, I thought you know me and I have found favor in your sight. And if you will not go with us, and your presence will not go with me, then it would be useless. It would be nothing. And God answered Moses, Moses, I know you by your name. Are you happy that God knows your name this morning? I mean this afternoon? Not only he knows your name, but he knows the meaning of that name. He knows you very well. I know your name, Moses, and you have found favor in my sight. Oh, I'd like to hear that one more time. God is a God of favor, and He's always blessing us with His favor and benefits every day. You have found favor in my sight, I will go with you. And more than that, He said, I will give you rest. Rest in the presence of God. You don't have to worry about tomorrow, about the future, about the things that you do in life. God is always promising us rest and peace in us. If you are uncertain about your future, if you don't know what's ahead of you, just let God's presence dwell in your heart and your lives and He will give you peace and give you rest. We're living in this world that is so corrupt, world that is so dirty, world that is so sinful. But we people of God, we are living in the presence of God. Where we can have rest. We can have everything that we need. I challenge you this afternoon. 
not only to desire and to go and to rest in the presence of the Lord. You desire the glory of God in your life. In this point, I'd like to emphasize that it's good to have the presence of the Lord, but let the presence and the glory of God would shine through us to the people out there. When Moses asked the Lord, Lord, show me your glory. And God said, if I'll show my glory to you, because no, no human being could withstand in the glory of God. You will die if you see the glory of God. So I will hide you in the rock. And when I pass by, you would only, only see my back. And see the glory of the Lord. One day Moses went into this mountain, Mount Sinai, to receive the, the commandments of God. And when he came down, the people saw in him the brightness of God's glory. And the people could not withstand to see him face to face. So Moses has to take a veil and cover his face so that he could minister to the people. Oh, hallelujah. What glory it is. We need to shine like Moses with the glory of God. That people could see in us, not, not Moses' face, not Chin's face, but the face of God, the very glory, the Shekinah of God through us. I have experienced one time when I was ministering to one of the remote villages in the mountain. And most of the people living here are, are uh, uh, I would say, not good because they do a lot of things to destroy, to kill people. People who are living in darkness, who are practicing occult practices, uh, people who are using uh, evil-inspired amulets to destroy people, to put poison in every, you know, in the food or a drink, you know, everything like this. So we went there and. Uh, uh, to do some evangelistic crusade. And during that night, I was preaching the Word of God. And as I was preaching, I, I, I could feel the boldness and the power and the anointing of God in my life while I was preaching. And after the preaching, I made a challenge for salvation. Many accepted the Lord Jesus Christ, but one of the tribal leaders came, approached me, and he... he he told me the story of what's going on while I was preaching the Word of God. And he said, you know what, Pastor? While you are preaching, I could not see your face, but there is a, a brightness, a light that overshadow you while you are preaching the Word of God. I could not see it, but they saw it. I mean, they see it. And, uh, and I told him, you know what? That's the presence. That's the glory of God. Because God wants to reveal His glory in this village. God wants to save you and serve God above everything. Oh, hallelujah. We need the presence of God in our lives. So let me encourage you this afternoon. First, desire the presence. Don't settle on the least. Settle on the best, the presence of God. Go as you journey in this life. Go with the presence of God. And rest in the presence of the Lord. And let the glory of God shine through you and to you. Shall we pray? Father God in heaven. Thank you that you are with us today. And that your presence is in the midst of us.
I pray, Lord, that your presence, as you be among us, you minister to us. I don't know what's the situation and what circumstances that your people are in today. But I know that they are in a journey of their lives. Maybe some of them, Lord, are for, who have come for the very first time. They don't know about the presence, the glory of God. But Lord, they can sense that you are here. They could sense the difference. And I ask, Lord, that you would minister to that brother and that sister today. I pray for this church that may your glory fall in this church, Lord. May your presence, Lord, be among them. May your presence, Lord, go with them. May your presence, Lord, continue to work in their lives. Hallelujah. And Lord, I want to thank you that you promise not only the provision, but victory after victory, miracles after miracles. There is a good thing that you have in store for us. And as we travel in this road of life, Lord, go with us with your presence. We will never Sit the Lord on just the angels. Wow, thank you for the angels. Thank you for for the for for a bass of angels who would encamp around about us. But Lord, more than that, we desire more of your presence because that would give us the strength, that would give us the inspiration, that would give us, Lord, hallelujah, the victory over our enemies. We bless you now and we give you all the glory in Jesus' name. Amen and Amen. Praise the Lord.